0: right now on the line from london town i'm joined by john O'Dass. morina to you sir hey how's it
1: going well Morena to you over here it's um sun's just setting
0: oh nice yes over here well yeah, you you wouldn't beautiful. know if the sun was rising or not with the thick cloud we've got um hey but yeah. that's how it is that's how it is um london town exciting times but also exciting well i mean it's been a couple of months i guess since you released uh, miscellaneous J, hasn't it
1: Yeah, it's been a couple of months. I'm trying to think where I... I think I just arrived in London when I released it. Um, I spent a couple of months travelling before that, my girlfriend and I, and um, I was hoping to release it while sort of in somewhere weird um, or somewhere cool, like in Havana or um, Mexico City or something. But, yeah, you know, it didn't really work out that way. But yeah, I got it out there. I think just when I I arrived, uh, when we just arrived in London, the day we arrived, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering what it's going to be like when you release your next thing. I wonder if we're going to be able to hear... Um, London in your next project, but that's just a thought. Yeah, home right there. Yeah. I yeah. think,
1: I think, I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought so because I, I, it's not really. Yeah, I just wouldn't have predicted that. But then, having said that, today I was working on some stuff and it was already very much um, a London sound. So, yeah, I guess it's creeping its way into my psyche.
0: Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, this is your first release in about a year um, since Friction. Um, a fiction, yep. um, uh, which was, you know, in large parts, you know, a near disco soul funk album. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you've, you know, you've you released this Miscellaneous J, and you've kind of gone back to your first love of jazz. Um, yeah, with a bit of yeah. funk well, thrown I in. I
1: think. Yeah, Miss Miss J, I think is um, out of all the stuff I've released, I think it's the closest to what I would call my sound. Yeah. um you know, I think any beatmaker or any musician in general probably makes the hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of songs that never get used. And I think so most of the songs that I make are ones that are similar to the Musk J sound. Yeah. Um, it's weird because all my previous stuff, illustrations and fiction, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I never really felt like any of them were representative of um, all the beats that I make. I, I felt like they, they sort of stood alone and had their own distinct flavor but weren't necessarily... Um, Yeah, my sound. I think Miss J is probably closest to what I would call my sound um, so far.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, like, previous works you've probably grabbed on the things that have a slight more individual flavour to them, but this one's more of a collective?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just the closest to sort of my own influences, what I grew up listening to, and and the stuff that I I like the most, I guess.
0: Yeah, where did your love of Backpacker come from?
1: Um... I guess it just comes from the samples. I grew up, my dad's a jazz man, and so I grew up listening to jazz and soul and sort of Latin stuff. And then, I don't really know how I got into hip hop, but I got into it from an early age. My first tapes that I had was um, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, so Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've been into it for a long time and I think when I started hearing more East Coast sort of boom bap and sample based stuff, I just sort of connected with it because I'd grown up hearing those sounds um, through my dad's records and then yeah, just so I gravitated towards that. Before before I discovered sampling, um, I'd already started making beats, and I was just trying to be Doctor Dre. Everything had <laughs> piano and strings, and um, but I couldn't actually play anything, so it was, it was a hot mess. And then, yeah, I discovered sampling pretty much through um, College Dropout. That was the first album that really got me into sampling. And yeah. then, yeah, that was uh, Shut the Gate. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're in London now. I mean, there's got to be record stores all over the shop. Um, so yeah. as a as a, I assume you'd be a record hound, you'd be quite excited yeah, for that yeah, side yeah. of, of, of um, being over there.
1: Yeah, definitely, man. Um there's London's one of the few places that's a lot of a lot of the big major cities and like music hubs, the record stores aren't actually as good as you'd hope. Like New York um has amazing stuff but it's so well curated so it works out being pretty expensive you know, they know what they've got. Mm-hmm. Um, London's cool in that it's still got small, sort of locally owned record stores dotted around the place that still have hidden gems that um you know no one really knows are in there covered in dust and waiting to be waiting to be chopped apart by me. So uh, like <laughs> yeah, it's cool it's exciting. Yeah,
0: yeah, and there's gotta be like still like crazy old flea markets and stuff going on where um, Yeah, people are yeah choking exactly.
1: Out. Well I've been spending a lot of time in Brixton and then, um yeah it's got that whole that whole heritage of that, like market market vibe. So yeah it's cool. Uh-huh. Um where does
0: um your sound kind of fit? in the hip hop universe at the moment you know i mean hip hop uh, i think we're finally seeing it become just a bit like guitar based music you know it's it's got a lot of branches to the tree now and i think uh-huh, a lot yeah. of people don't really understand that and they think hip hop is just one thing and one sound and that it's just changing all the time but it's not yeah. it's just evolving yeah
1: exactly and i think i think you're right i think it, it i think that lends itself to music as a whole you know people talk about how music's changed i think really the biggest change of music is the fact that it's just so easy to get it out there now you know yeah. um 40 50 years ago you had to get signed to a label or then have your record pressed up um for people to actually hear it like for the masses to hear it whereas now you can just upload it so i think there's just more music out there so there's more of everything there's more um of every style for every genre so um, in terms of where mine fits, I don't really know. I, I guess I try to make it not too nostalgic, but, I mean, yeah, it's boom-bap, it's sample-based. Um, I think that the, the stuff that I'll be putting out in the future will probably, you'll probably hear a slight difference, but um, it'll still be sample-based, and mm-hmm. I guess I guess people would still call it old school.
0: Yeah, old school grime, perhaps.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe old school grime. But um, actually, some of the stuff I've been i've been working towards and um another project i've been a part of was um miso jones and, and a record we put out um, a little while ago mm. and sort of working more towards sort of genreless electronic music where you sort of dip in and out of different genres and um just sort of explore it all and you know try and package it up nicely together
0: yeah yeah i mean you you don't really need to stick to one thing do you I, I, it's always been a weird thing for me in music where an album will just it doesn't all sound the same i mean there's always subtle differences within a, within an album and different songs but um you know just sticking to that one genre it's a weird thing because yeah I, who was i uh oh, i wasn't open so I, was, I had someone on the other day and all their works are totally like it, it, every song is totally different um but it's just been put together in a nice way of compiled song on top of song so it kind right. of flows through and um, oh god I yeah. wish I could remember he's over in London too at the moment I can't remember who it was um, but you know that, I think that, that's a good thing and I listened to that uh, Miso Jones and I think that's kind of what you're touching on as well like, um, and it's important yeah. to branch out and grow as an artist It helps you grow
1: yeah exactly man I think um, sometimes you can just sort of overthink it and, and sort of I, I, I like to put myself in a, in a box creatively and just sort of try and work my way out of it so having constraints I think helps you to be more creative Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's important as well to you know, give yourself the freedom, just do whatever you want with it and then try and piece it together. With the Miso Jones album, um, me and um, Michael Bullen from Toledo Springs, he and I put that together in a week um, earlier this year. We just sort of set aside a week to make an album. Um, and yeah, that's what, that's what came out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Chasing Rabbits is the name of the album
0: nice nice and um that's online you can find it on um i think you get a band cam and is it on spotify as well that messer Jones project
1: yeah 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 Bandcamp, yeah. spotify all the all the good stuff
0: it was solar rosa that's who i was trying to think of by the oh, way oh cool
1: yeah, yeah 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 solar rosa are incredible
0: yeah and and like i mean this yeah plays around with a lot of different sounds um check out the new ep it's pretty good um like, how does a how does a f- typical Jonadab's track form, and do do you have any live? Do you play any live instruments on there? Because I like track number two, I be, Like, was that pan flute I could hear?
1: <laughs> there may maybe some pan flute. That wasn't um, that wasn't me playing, but uh, <laughs> there may be some pan flute in there. I, no, I, I mean I play um, a little bit of stuff over the top, just um, you know, keys and little stuff here and there, but. Um, mostly I'm I'm completely sample based and I think going forward I want to kind of stick to that even more yeah. um, sometimes I I get a bit carried away with a project like for example Miscellaneous J, that album originally it was meant to be just the leftover beats that I had lying around that um, were going to go to, to rappers or get picked up other projects and didn't um, and I was just going to sort of put it out but then as and actually to be honest all of my projects have started out that way, have been just sort of picking up beats that were lying around, and then I get excited about it and thing, you know, start to get a bit carried away, and then pit, pit people up to get vocal features and um, mm-hmm. you know, people playing session stuff over the top, and it just sort of goes from there. Um, but I think going forward, I really like the idea of guys, you know, like, guys like DJ Shadow, and even, um, who else, like, I don't know, but the people that just sort of feel it 100% themselves in a room um, based on samples, yeah. and are able to churn out something that's it sounds really different and um, that's, that's kind of what I want to stick to going forward.
0: Yeah, so maybe just build an album from scratch next time?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think people don't really realise in terms of what, when you're a producer, you're constantly making beats for other people all the time and a lot of them don't get picked up.
1: Yeah, and a lot of the time uh, they don't get picked up. You don't know if they're going to be picked up or not you sort of send people stuff, and they're working on their project. They're getting sent a lot of beats, and it's going to be a few months, maybe even you know, year, two years before they actually put out their album or whatever mm. it is. And uh, they may not tell you whether or not they're they're using a beat. So, yeah, it's tricky. Um, yeah. That's why, and I guess as you say, like choosing to make an album and sticking to that from the start might be a better process, just because uh, I know what I've got to work with in that case
0: mhm. Mm-hmm. Have you um yeah. have you had your ear to the ground in uh London for some collabs with uh, some um, vocalists over there?
1: Yeah, definitely, man. Um London's cool, man. Like coming out of the the tube, coming out of the subway in Brixton, there's just there's always people busking and playing and rapping. People like rap to busk here. It's it's dope. And um yeah, i have actually seen a few people playing outside the tube and then looked them up later on and um yeah you know that's that's been one way i've been finding people and then there's a few people that i would sort of connected with before coming here um that i need to to work with but i've only been here sort of five six weeks now so yeah. still sort of getting my footing and um yeah just just starting to get around to making making uh like spending time in the studio again
0: sweet dope and we must shout out to um the vocalists on the album as well uh you get Reza bizza yeah, yeah. doops and a few more
1: yeah, is the uh, Diggy Dupe, uh, Rizvan, and Lex Wright, who goes the uh, Romy, is their mm-hmm. artist's name. Um, yeah, I was stoked. Rizvan actually mixed and mastered the whole thing as well. Um, he's just, you know, one of those multi talented, you know, makes all his own beats, mixes, and masters it, and, and raps. So I was stoked to get him on. And Rez has actually been on uh, every project I've done.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Which is cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool to work with um, with all those people again. Um that was actually the first time I've worked with Diggy. Um so that was cool to Yeah, that he wanted to jump in.
0: Yeah, he's he's I love his work, it's great. And uh Romy's also on uh Mr. Jones as well, right?
1: Correct. Yep, she's on track two, um, Along Came Charlie. She's just got this amazing soulful voice and um and her songwriting's really, really poetic and yeah, we sent her that beat and um we were stoked with what she came back with for it. So
0: yeah, definitely check that out. Nice. All right. Yeah, go check out both projects. Uh Miscellaneous J or Miss J. Uh, uh you'll find it on your um John Adessa's Bandcamp. Uh and look up Misso Jones, they go to Bandcamp as well. Both projects are on Spotify also and other good streaming sites everywhere. Hey uh Johnny, thank you so much. No,
1: thank you for
0: having me. Yeah, yeah, you're more than welcome. Any time, any time. Enjoy your um London evening. Yeah, we'll do, and um, yeah, keep warm. Yeah, we'll do. Um, got a track you'd like me to play off um, the album?
1: Um, have, you, have you got the Miso Jones album now? I do. You can hit them with uh, Rupert's Groove from Miso um, Jones yeah. album, yeah.
0: Track number five
1: this is what it is. Track number five, yeah. Track number five, yeah, I think um, so far that we've been getting some good feedback for that one, so maybe um,
0: we'll see what Dunedin thinks of it. Nice, hey, once again, John, I thank you so much. <coughs> Shit, sorry. Uh, take care of yourself, man. We'll hear from you soon, no right out. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Cheers, bro. All right, right, right John Das The like I said, Miscellaneous J is out now. Go check it out on Bandcamp, Spotify, uh, all good streaming sites. It's pretty goddamn good. And you, well, you know me. I love my Golden Era Backpacker. It's my, it's my jam. My boom bap. Uh, and Mr. Jones, I'm grooving to that too. And here is Rupert's Groove from the album Chasing Rabbits. You're on the 191FM.